0: Welcome to Habits You Love, a thought-provoking podcast about self-love, self-healing, and spiritual evolution. I'm Kayla Fazio, the host, and I take you on the journey of my own trauma healing and share real, raw, and authentic life situations. My mission is to expand your mind to what you think is possible for you and provoke thoughts of looking at your own healing you may need and help you discover the power you have within you to build healthy habits and create a life you love. If you haven't yet, click the follow button and leave a review. Also, check out my website www.habitsyoulove.com where you can find even more resources, healing practices, and support. Now, let's get to the episode. Welcome back, everyone, to Habits You Love, another episode bringing you the weekly inspiration, self-care tools, practices, things you might not be aware of or know of. Maybe like this episode today, we are talking about imposter syndrome, and I did a poll on my social, and quite a few of you did not know what imposter syndrome is. Is So I'm so glad I decided to do this topic. It's something that I deal with every single day. So we're going to talk about what it is, where it comes from, the signs, and how to combat it starting today. So again, like I said, this is something that I struggle with on a daily basis basis. And it's definitely improved since I've started working on it, being aware of it. And I have to really, really be conscious about it and being more aware of it all the time. All of us do this to ourselves. We have imposter syndrome and most of the time it's subconscious, meaning we don't even know we are doing it right. So imposter syndrome can come at us with just the smallest things in our lives, but also really big things in our lives too. So it's really important to know the signs of this, how to combat it. And that's What I'm here to bring you today. So to me, imposter syndrome is a feeling of never being good enough, essentially. It's not recognizing how far you've come or appreciating where you are and always setting the bar higher and higher so you can never actually enjoy your wins. Does this sound like anyone else out there? Hopefully so. Hopefully, I'm not the only one. I struggle with these every single day. If I hit some sort of mile marker in my life and my business, I immediately react with, well. It still isn't blank, or it still isn't where I want to be, or it could be me overcoming so many obstacles in my life that I actually have overcome, yet I still only see the mountain of things I need to do or I need to accomplish. It's the feeling of not being grateful for where you are, where I am, no matter how far I've come, right? So how many of us do this all the time? If we really sit and stop in our tracks and look back at the past and see how far we've come, we need to sit. And actually celebrate these little victories, these little wins, and then realize we still have more to do. There is always more to do, right? I think being aware of imposter syndrome is such a powerful, powerful thing to start because, like most bad emotions, this is something that can dig its claws into so many areas of your life your work, your relationships, your ability to start a business or a passion project, so many things. So, maybe you have imposter syndrome and you don't even know it or this is the first time you're ever even hearing the term let me give you a better definition of imposter syndrome so this is also could be called perceived fraudulence. It involves feelings of self-doubt and personal incompetence that persist despite your education, experience, and accomplishments. To counter these feelings, you might end up working harder and holding yourself to even higher standards. This pressure can eventually take a toll on your emotional well-being and your performance. So again, for me, holding myself to higher and higher standards that I can never actually fully attain, I can never appreciate the wins or the little victories I had, right? So have you ever done these things, maybe you've done these in the past, when you get a promotion or praise, you shrug it off and you say, oh, it was just timing or, oh, that was just good luck or the stroke of luck or this person was really the main factor in that and I just got lucky or whatever. You kind of play it off, right? Or you work harder so you can start to feel like you are worthy of the roles you think you don't deserve. So if you're in a role of whatever this is, whether it be job, a mom, um, any sort of major role you don't find yourself worthy, you would work and work and work and work. So you will hopefully achieve that worthiness of where you currently are. You immediately go to the things that went wrong as you got something right. For example, you accomplished a big goal, but only talk about the things that you did wrong or the mistakes you made and you by chance pulled it off. So those are just a couple of things that you might be doing on a daily basis or very quite often that could be imposter syndrome. So these are things our little imposters like to say to us when we need to start recognizing them and start to again, like I always say, not ignore them, but we need to interrupt them in the moment. This is just another self-healing tool practice i have to be conscious of every single day of my life or else if I just let this run, it will completely take over my day, taking over my week, taking over my month and hindering me in so many areas of life, right? So there's really no one thing that we can pinpoint imposter syndrome back to or where it comes from. And it can be a multitude of things. I personally believe that we develop so many negative patterns in our lives. Obviously, the age range will be different for everyone. Some people experience trauma much earlier in their life. But for me, I would say 18 to 27 is when just all of the patterns and the looping and the programming from zero to 18 started showing up in my life. But on average, I think trauma slowly starts showing up in our lives until we kind of hit that wall. and We have to address it, right? Over time, we are just a product of what we have witnessed, what we've learned and repeated over and over and over. So when I started really doing the work on myself and saw all the different ways in which I had handled things, went about life, reacted to certain situations, It was all a combination of what I had witnessed growing up. For example, I have three examples here and how I operated in everyday life. So I would avoid confrontation and I wouldn't talk things out. I literally hated confrontation. If anyone tried to address me to just even have not even a conversation where I was getting in trouble, but a conversation in general that needed to be talked about, I would immediately get super defensive, right? I saw my parents do this my parents, I don't recall ever having a serious conversation about something. It was like avoid the whole situation altogether until time kind of plays out and then just make up and move on, right? I I never saw my parents have a healthy communicative relationship where it was like, wow, this little instance is coming up. Let's talk about it, talk our feelings out and come to a compromise or a solution and move on, you know? So I avoided confrontation like the plague. (laughs) I hated it so much. I would explode with my my emotions instead of calmly expressing them because I saw my mom do this. My mom would hold her feelings and hold her emotions in it until she was a bottle ready to burst, right? So hold feelings in, hold feelings in, hold feelings in, never really show emotion, and then the only emotion she would really show was like anger or rage or exploding with like you know unhappiness or sadness or whatever it may be, right? So instead of having that constant steady stream of emotions, like okay I'm sad and I'm happy and I'm going to express this feeling in this emotion. It was like express no emotion and then explode with anger. That's exactly how I operated. And then finally, never be fully in tune with myself or my emotions. So I didn't see either of my parents do this. This was not something that they practiced in the household of, you know, being self aware and working out feelings, working out emotions, you know, again, with the no communication at all whatsoever. So I was a product of my parents and it didn't really feel good. Good. I'm so grateful for the values and the lessons that I learned from my parents, but I was not willing to go about my life the same way they did, and I didn't have to. So where can imposter syndrome come from? From the research I've done, mainly coming from childhood, from parents, witnessing parents do things or parents doing things directly to you in a childhood environment, such as the following. So pressured you to do well in school, compared you to your siblings, were controlling or overprotective, emphasize your natural intelligence and sharply criticized mistakes. Experts have also linked specific personality traits to imposter feelings like perfectionistic tendencies, which I totally have low self efficiency or low confidence in your ability to manage your behavior and successfully handle your responsibilities. It's actually very common in existing mental health symptoms. So fears of failure, um, this can really prompt plenty of emotional distress, obviously, and many people coping with imposter feelings also experience high anxiety, high depression, this feeling, this mindset of less than can both lead to and reinforce the belief that you don't really belong in your academic or professional or social environment, right? It also can come when you have new responsibilities. So it's not all that uncommon to feel unworthy or like you don't deserve the career you have or the academic accomplishments you got or the opportunity that you have earned, you want the job. Yes, it could even be your dream job. But at the same time, you might worry you won't measure up to the expectations or believe your abilities won't match those of your coworkers, or your classmates or whoever it may be, right? So these feelings may fade or get smaller as you settle in and get more familiar with the role. Sometimes though, they can get much, much So especially if you fail to receive support, validation, encouragement from your supervisors or peers, kind of like you need that constant validation to make sure you're doing something right, that external validation, as opposed to that internal validation that you are knowing that you are worthy and deserving no matter what mistakes or any failures that you have, right? So now that we've kind of talked about where it could come from, where it could show up, I really wanted to give you like a just example of this, because you can really in anything into this little example that I'm gonna do. So take this situation, insert whatever you are, let's say you are a mom, you are a teacher, you are a business owner. You want to start a business or you want to start a passion. But these are the some of the ways that imposter syndrome could come up for you. So let's take the actor example right now. An actor usually has to work their way up to bigger and bigger roles, right? No one just starts out of the gate being like A-list celebrity or playing major, major roles. And this actor has some work to do. And this actor has done some work. They've done commercials, some voiceovers, small roles in sitcoms, whatever, right? But this actor keeps telling himself or herself, I don't feel like I have a career. I don't feel like I am an actor. I don't have that big role or that big lead. What they are doing is telling themselves like it is you might be telling yourself like it is, which case in point, you have tell it like it (laughs) is-itis. So we need to stop telling it like it is, which is what I'll get into more in a second. And this is where most people get stuck if they are trying to hit big goals. When you do this, when you keep telling yourself like it is, you are essentially nailing your feet to the floor. You're sitting in a chair and you nail one foot to the floor and you nail another foot to the floor. But like most people, I think maybe not most every, But most people, we want to be honest about who we are, right? We want to present ourselves accurately to other people. So if this actor was talking to a friend or someone at a party and they asked them what they did for a living, someone with imposter syndrome would answer something like this. Well, I'm an actor kind of I've only been in a couple things and things haven't really taken off for me so I wouldn't really consider myself an actor quite yet that is totally telling it like it is right so let me say this if you desire to be an actor or blank you are an actor right now in your mind, in your mindset, you can be an actor. You are an actor right now. And the faster you can get it in your mind that you are an actor, you are not an undiscovered actor or a barely an actor, because by saying you are undiscovered or barely an actor is always going to keep you undiscovered and always barely an actor. But since you have thrown out that desire that you want to be a big time actor, right, and have big time roles, guess what you have to do we talked about this in the previous episode on how to get to your goals faster you start answering that same question so repose that question someone walks up to you and says what do you do for a living you say i'm an actor yeah i'm an actor (laughs) and that's it that's all you have to do you have to boldly claim what you want instead of again telling it like it is. And you feel it in your entire being that you are a big time actor. Even if you may not be where you want to be, the quickest way to be where you want to be is to get in the mindset of that life now. Like mindset is really just setting your mind in that place in that future self that you want to be, right? Mindset, set your mind there. You have to turn yourself to the thing that you want always. So kind of think of it like this. So you're an actor and you're at this crossroads, right? So close your eyes right now and picture you're at like a fork in the road. So you're at a dead end. You can either go left or you can go right. And it's a crossroads of energy. And one way is what you want and desire. And the other way, the other fork in the road to go the other way is where you currently are. Are. If you want to get where you want to go, you turn your energy, your direction, your vibration to the desire, to that road that leads to the desire, not where you currently are, because you will just stay where you currently are. If you choose to take that other road, it's like, well, I'm just going to walk down the same path that I've been walking for five years because this is what I know and this is who I feel that I am right now. But if you just simply turn your energy, turn your direction to where you want to be, setting your mind there, that's what when real change starts to happen. Does that make sense? So in this case, the real you, when you set a desire, when you have any desire in your heart, in your mind, whatever it may be, that is like authentic, real you. That's if that's your desire, and that's who you truly see yourself to be, that's the real you. So in this case, the real you is the act. the big time actor, the one that has the big time roles, the real time you that has the fame and the success. So when you constantly aren't aligning with the real you, you will always have a splitting of this energy that keeps you unmotivated, stuck and cycling bad thoughts. Example, imposter syndrome thoughts. So let me kind of explain the splitting of energy. So most of us would say, well, if I said I was an actor, but I didn't have the big time roles, I feel like an imposter saying I am when I'm not because that's deception. The real deception is the place you are. Now, the real authentic you is over there waiting for you and you're uncomfortable. You're going to be uncomfortable until the rest of you comes with it. So don't cling so hard to the statistics that tell you where you currently are. This is where the splitting of energy comes because you set a desire and now you're over here away from that desire, telling yourself how you're not over there with your desire. So there will always be the splitting of energy when you're always going to stay here telling it like it is when you really want to be over there. And that's where the discomfort comes from. So don't cling so hard to the statistics that tell you where you currently are. If you look at where you currently are, and you can you can definitely justify and give reason as to why you are where you are true. But you can also justify and give reason as to the place over there where you want to be and why you deserve it and how you're there now and how it feels now, right? The real you is over there with a career, with the fame, with the roles waiting for you. So stop feeling like misrepresenting yourself or inaccurately, maybe, you know, overestimating yourself is the deception because where you currently are is the real deception. And that is why it feels so bad. Not letting yourself be who you are is the biggest lie that you will ever tell yourself. The discomfort you feel is it because you are telling a lie. The discomfort is because you won't stop telling yourself where you are. Are and you won't let yourself go with the authentic you. Let me repeat that. The discomfort you feel is not because you are telling a lie right now. The discomfort is because you won't stop telling yourself where you are and won't let yourself go where your authentic, real self is living, currently breathing, waiting for you to set your mind up there. Again, you can insert anything in this situation. You can take out actor. Again, you can put mom, business owner, starting a passion project, teacher, anything. So this is how you stop telling it like it is and start telling it like you want it to be. Stop telling yourself how it is right now. Start telling yourself how you want it to be and you will get there much, much faster. Again, this doesn't take hard work work. This doesn't take super massive action, spinning your wheels every single day. It takes stating what you want, feeling the feeling of already having what you want, aligning with what you want, and then it will come into your physical manifestation, your physical reality, you will attract it in. So we're going to do some affirmations (laughs) on what an actor might say. So how an actor can start to do this, to start to actually live out their big desires, the big roles, the recognition they want. So before with imposter syndrome, they might say, something like this. If you were to ask an actor, you know, a striving actor how they felt about themselves, this is what they might say. I think I'm pretty good at acting. I try my best. I do okay in my auditions. I don't know why I'm not getting the jobs that I want, right? These are not thoughts or words that will take you down the crossroad to your desires, because what most people do is they will factor in what other people feel about it, what their judgment is about it, and how much work they've given them relative to it. So when they're starting to describe themselves, they factor in all this external things. Well, this person didn't hire me, so I'm this. Well, I did these many auditions and I didn't get it, so I'm this, right? So they pull out all those factors into their belief system when all you need is your belief and your belief only. So let's say a couple of better affirmations that will get you into better feeling thoughts, a better energy, better vibration. This will take you down the crossroad towards your desire. We constantly just want to we're gonna be at this crossroads you know this imaginary <laughs> fictitious crossroad of energy every single day like every single hour if not more so what you want to do is you constantly just want to turn your energy in your direction to the better feeling thoughts better feeling words so you can say out loud to align with your desires so an actor might say something like this I've always loved acting I enjoy acting I can feel it within me I can't see myself doing anything else I think I was born to do this not pursuing this is totally Unthinkable. I love the experience of it. I can feel the inspiration of it. I am an actor. I am a successful actor. I know the world is waiting for my expression of my acting, and I don't know how it will happen or when it will happen, but I know it's going to happen. I just have to stay tuned to the idea of it happening. I'm certain that I'm standing in the same place that so many famous actors were. They were all where I am at one point in time doesn't that feel better (laughs) doesn't that feel better than being like well I'm an undiscovered actor no I'm an actor well I'm an actor that doesn't really act no I'm an actor I'm an actor and I act I'm an actor and I act (laughs) if you said that over and over and over all day every day chances are an opportunity will fall into your lap so the work is this Find the better feeling thoughts and work on them anytime you feel the discomfort or discord in your thoughts. If you're starting a business and hard stuff or negative thoughts start saying, you can't do this, this is going to take so long, you say, I am a business owner, I own a successful business business. Your energy and your vibration immediately starts going down that crossroads towards your desires of a successful business. You're a new mom and imposter thoughts start showing up, telling yourself you're doing everything wrong. And who are you to be a mom? You say, I am a great mother. I raise my kids with ease and grace. I am the best mom ever. And you say that over and over and over again, when you hear these imposter thoughts, right? Your energy and your vibration start going towards that cross, roads of your desires of being a great mom. Hopefully this makes sense. This is how you overcome imposter syndrome. You are the only one that can do it. And at first, this might be an all-day thing. I know it was for me. Negative thoughts, negative thoughts, negative thoughts, negative thoughts. Decline, deflect, interrupt, whatever you have to do. Imposter syndrome for me has really shown up in my life, in my business, and all the trauma that I've overcome. I am not where I want to be at all in any area of my life, honestly. I mean, I'm, again, practicing being super grateful for where I am, but I'm not where I want to be with my business. I'm not where I want to be as far as recognition or inspiration or motivation or impact. I'm not where I want to be with my emotions and my thought process. It's a constant daily work. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm also not where I was, which was way, way worse. This is the daily work. Healing work is not every once in a while or when you feel like it or by happenstance or haphazardly working on yourself. Healing is working on yourself every single day. It's conscious, being aware every moment, moment to moment, every single day. And what I mean by every single day, all day, every day is not sitting on a pillow for eight hours meditating, okay? I don't do that. Like healing kind of lives with you. Like being aware of what pops in your brain and and immediately change it right there all day every day. It's not, again, sitting in one spot, waiting for the things to come to work on them. It's being out, it's doing life, it's being with friends, it's being with yourself, being at work, being with your kids, wherever it may be, and and working on those thoughts, trying to interrupt them, ignore them, trying to interrupt them in real time, constantly being aware of them and changing them. That's what I mean by doing the daily work. We have to constantly shift our energy and our vibration to what we are desiring. So feeling the vibration before the manifestation gives you reason to. I've said this so many times. Um, there's a couple ways to say it. You could say your life is a physical manifestation of the conversations going on in your head. Woo, that bears repeating, right? Your life is a physical manifestation of the conversations going on in your head. Imposter syndrome is no different. Everything that you think all day, every day is the direction and the crossroads that you are going to go. You're going to have the desire that you want, the change that you want, the life that you want, the body that you want, the relationship, the job, everything is going to be that way. And when you don't work on your energy or your thoughts or your mindset and your affirmations towards that way, you're going to go the other way. Okay, there's only two, two ways in this work in the road. So feel the feeling of the manifestation before the manifestation actually, comes into your life and then it will what? come into your life. That is the work, right? So I got this from Abraham Hicks and I think it's really funny how she describes it, but it's actually very relatable and very true. So she says, people will say, I want to be over there. Okay, what's over there? I don't know. I'm over here. Well, tell us what it's like over there. I can't tell you what it's like over there because I'm over here. We don't want to hear about what's over here because what's over here is already here. There's no point in attracting what's already over here because it's already here and you don't want more of that. If you want to be over there, you have to get a taste of what's over there. So what's over there. What's over there? Where do you want to be? (laughs) And I love that because it's so true. It's like saying, well, you know, everything you have in your life right now is because you manifested it into your life. So you cannot keep like circulating the same thoughts in life about where you currently are over and over and over. If you don't want to be where you currently are, you want to be over there. But in order to be over there, you have to first feel the feelings of what it's like to be over there. Is it money? Is it success, fame, recognition, value, impact, getting do what you want financial freedom if all that is over there you have to start feeling what it feels like to have money to have success to have fame recognition value impact you can't sit here and tell yourself how your life is here if you want to be over there. So I love the way it's like very fast and like a riddle pretty much that Abraham Hicks thing, but it's so true. People say they want to be over there, but they can't describe what's over there. So you have to start getting crystal clear about how you want to feel when you get that thing over there in order to attract it faster and align with it faster. And again, you don't have to pay any dues. You know, it's a very common phrase like dues paid or pay your dues or you have to work for it. Grind, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle you simply have to paint the picture of what it looks like that you want. And then you line up with the picture in your mind, set your mind there, set your energy there, your vibration there constantly take that turn in the crossroads to your desires. When you know how to work with energy, you can bypass all the hardships life could offer you and start attracting and aligning with what you want with ease. So I hope this helps you more understand imposter syndrome, how you can start to work through it every single day. I hope the example made sense and was good for you with the actor, you know, go in and replace that actor with what you want to overcome. What's what's keeping you stuck, what's not shifting for you, right? So for me, I would insert, you know, a business owner or a brand. Um, and I would just say, like, you know, I'm not where I want to be in my business, but I can't sit here and tell myself that I'm not where I want to be. I have to tell myself where I want to be and then focus on that. That's like literally what I do every single day. Just recently, I started doing visualization and then like hardcore affirmations that get me in the feelings. I will do affirmations of like where I want to be in my business. And then I literally like just tell myself, well, I have that already. I have it. 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 You know what I mean? So I don't sit here and sulk about where I'm not. I think about where I want to be. And then my feelings and my emotions, like literally I can feel it in my entire body. High vibes and people's say high vibes or good vibes it's like literally a thing you start to feel like this like energy and vibration activating inside of you and then you start to feel better and you're smiling and you're happy and you're joking around and then you help someone and that feels good and then you just get this positive momentum going right so start getting out of where you are and into where you want to be so to conclude start getting out of where you are and into where you want to be see you guys next time